are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to another crossover edition. This is Locked On Chiefs and Locked On Texans. We're going to be talking about this game against with the Kansas City Chiefs going to, to Houston to take on this Texans team. Uh, first off, I do want to thank you for listening to Locked On Chiefs and Locked On Houston uh, Texans and making us your first listen every day. We really do appreciate that. Don't forget, we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube as well. I am Chris Clark. He is John Hickman of Locked On Texans, and we are going to be talking about this game today. And it looks like, actually, now that I say that, we are being joined by Boo. Mr. Ryan Tracy himself. Is that is that is that Ryan? That's is that Ryan. Ryan? So, yeah, Just not so, formerly known as. Uh, wait a minute! I got so excited, my camera dropped. Ooh, I've been scared. No worries. We are we are good. Uh, while you were doing that, Crossover Thursday is presented by our friends at Price Picks. Price Picks is so much fun, and it's easy to play. No competing with other players, just you versus the projections available. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their price picks projections, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. It can literally take less than 60 seconds to enter. It's that easy. We love price picks, and we know you will too. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's pricepicks.com, promo code locked on. All right, Ryan, since uh, we were not expecting you to be here and you just decided to show up, I heard it pop in my <laughs> in my ears, and I was like, now, wait a second. Uh, John, I will let you go ahead and go first. You're the host team um, in this game. What is the biggest storyline for the Houston Texans in this game? Before I get to the storylines, Ryan, I, I just want to jump through this camera and give you a hug, man. Haven't seen you since uh, we went, went to Alabama right? for – Ball, uh, great, great time, great opportunity to just kind of meet some of the guys. Me was one of the probably one of the better meets of the uh trip outside, of course, Damian Pierce, who I had an opportunity to meet. And I'm a ball was leading me to the biggest storyline Damian Pierce, high ankle sprain, he will be out for the Houston Texans. And so, we look at this team offensively one of the worst, if not the worst offense in the league. I think there was a moment where the Jets were really, really bad and uh, worse off than the Houston Texans whenever they had um, uh, Zach Wilson as a starting quarterback. Things have changed a little bit with, with Mike White. But when we look at the Houston Texans, this team is orchestrated and centered around what they can and cannot do in the run game. Whenever they have – the, the better drives that they've had this year, well, a lot of that was predicated around Damian Pierce getting four to five yards per pop and moving those chains for the Houston Texans. He'll be out, could miss up to three weeks, which really sucks. He was one of the bright spots for this Houston Texans team, the only bright spot offensively outside of the bookend tackles and Ryan um, uh, Laramie Tunsil and Titus Howard. And with Houston, you know, releasing Eno Benjamin, <clears throat> He's now signed to the Saints. All signs point to Rex Burkhead and Dare Ogunbowale from being Houston's top two options at running back. That's never a good option uh, if if those are your two options at the running back position. So I think that with the you know the absence of Damian Pierce, not only for Sunday's matchup but throughout the season, 
and having guys as Houston's top two options, it's going to get ugly for this offense not able to find ways, team up ways to replicate what they're able to do in the run game whenever he's able to move the rock. That's yeah, gonna that's going to be – that's definitely going to be the hard part. Something to watch, and you start talking about the running game with Houston and having questions at the quarterback position. I know you guys have moved quarterbacks a couple of times already this year. Uh, but not having the running game and having struggles at, at that position as well is going to be hard. Ryan, I'm going to defer to you on this one. What is the biggest storyline for the Chiefs that you see going into this week? Yeah, the big thing is kind of going the opposite direction for the Chiefs roster because they're getting Kadarius Tony and Nicole Hardman back, it looks like, out there at practice. So while the Texans have to like base everything on the run game, which I really enjoy. Damian Pierce, one of my favorite guys in this last draft class. He's certainly really, really helped down in Houston. The opposite is kind of true for these two guys. Two underachieving, like quick, one with straight line speed wide receivers. They're, they're going to add to the mix for Mahomes, but they haven't quite lived up to it. They haven't jumped on the scene. So can they do that? Is this a secondary that they can get after? Do they have to really get creative or what does the game flow turn into? That's my big question is how do you think John, that really, when you get all these weapons on the field, along with Juju Smith-Schuster and MVS and everybody else, how are they going to choose to defend them? Because this is this is something that can help these young guys get better. Yeah, I think as much as we have not liked to see it this season, I think this may be an opportunity for Houston to really attack defensively by using that zone. I don't trust the man defense going up against the Patrick Mahomes when his weapons are Juju, Travis Kelsey, Tony, who is a freak of an athlete, uh, Pacheco, who you can move around, right? And then, again, your quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. As of late, Houston's front four has been very effective. They've been able to move around Jalen Petrie, so he's been helping along that line of scrimmage. I'm okay with the zone in this game simply because it does allow Houston an opportunity to not get beat. Big on bigger plays, play maybe some of that bend, but don't break. Maybe you can hold them if they drive all the way down. Maybe put them to three instead of seven. Game I saw them do it against the number one Dallas Cowboys when Dak is under assault. This is one of those games where, as much as we have hated to watch the cover two, um, the, the the you know that that type of defense for the Houston Texans. Um, this is the perfect game for him. Yeah, I think that that's, it's going to be very interesting to see how they defend this Chiefs offense. And we're going to talk a lot more about matchups uh, when we get more into talking about this game. But I want to tell you about our friends over at Simply Safe. At Locked On Chiefs and Locked On Texans, we believe home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system. Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Chiefs and Locked On Texans listeners 40% off a new security system, but don't put this off. In an emergency 24 7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusive, exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get higher priority police response. With the top rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system, arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras or just system settings anytime, anywhere, cameras, uh, you know, breaking alarms with Windows, Simply Safe has it all covered. They can give you a one-stop shop 
for all of your home protection needs. Don't miss your chance to save on my favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL today. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you for making Locked On Chiefs and Locked On Texans your first listen today. For the second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stores in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes and local experts with insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, John, let's jump into the matchups because we've kind of already talked about it a little bit and teased it. Teased it in the store in the in the stop in the start. What is your favorite matchup for this game? What are you wanting to see the most? Uh right now it has to be like how how good of football has Chris Jones been playing for the Chiefs? <laughs> it's pretty up there. Yeah. And and Chris Jones is one of those defensive linemen where you can pretty much move him across it. Did that D line he could be effective, right? Mm-hmm. Well, when I look at matchups, a lot, of, a lot of times guys get excited about the cornerback, wide receiver matchup, the quarterback versus I'm looking at when and if they decide to move him, move him around enough to where he's matched up with Titus Howard or if he's matched up with Larry Tunsil. By far, I think Larry Tunsil is the best left tackle in the league this year. I'm not going overall, but this year has only allowed one sack and over 500 uh, pass snapping opportunities. That's phenomenal for Larry Tunsil and for any offensive lineman. So uh, outside of that, not not only am I looking at the tackles and and whether or not they're going to have an impact on this game, they got to keep their quarterback, whether that's Davis Mills in the pocket, Jeff Driscoll in the pocket, they got to keep them upright. But also, how can the interior offensive line for the Houston Texans, which has struggled this year heavily, how will they bode well against – the uh, Kansas City Chiefs defensive front. So my first matchup that I really think folks need to look at comes in those trenches, man, because if Davis Mills doesn't get time or if Jeff Driscoll isn't allowed to hit the edge on some of those design run plays, then this offense, once again, I mean, we're going to end up looking like this because it's going <laughs> to stink if they're not able to move the ball. On you know, your side for the Kansas City Chiefs, what's – What's what's the top matchup for you guys? Really quick, I'm going to throw it to Ryan in just a second. I just want to say something on Chris Jones. I'm curious to see how they deploy him in this game because I think you're right. Tunsil has played fantastic. But one of the things Kansas City has really done is they've thrown Chris Jones out of defensive end in their NASCAR package. I'm wondering how that gets employed against the Texans. Uh, but he has been a wrecker inside. Ryan, what is your matchup you're looking for? Yeah, I, I think Kenyon Green is probably going to face the brunt of Chris Jones, and I'm sorry, Kenyon. He, he's one of my guys <laughs> from last season, but I'm not looking yeah. forward to that. My, my question is going to be the Chiefs secondary is starting at least two rookies, maybe more than that by the time we get around to game time. So it, it's been a struggle for them as of late, clearly with the last two receiving cores. This one doesn't look quite as menacing to me. I don't know who's going to be available, though, and – Chris Morner, Mari Rogers had decent games last week. I, I would give them credit. I want to know, is that matchup one that the Chiefs rookies are more evenly matched? Is it going to be somebody else coming back for this particular game, John? Like, what does the Chiefs secondary have to look out for? Because that's the matchup I want to see. May, honestly, there there isn't a guy that I would just barely say, hey, you, you really need to look after look out for this guy offensively for Houston. 
It does play because uh, – well, I'm saying it because of quarterback inefficiencies and inconsistencies. Uh, Nico Collins is hopeful for this upcoming Sunday, so Houston will get one of their top two options back. We'll say this. I think that this is a game where the tight ends for Houston can get involved offensively. Drake originally drowned the Houston Texans, was released uh, last year, came back this year. He has been the best tight end for the Houston Texans this season. I'm not saying much, but he's been fairly impressive given his journey back to Houston and why he's back here in town now. And there's been games where you guys have allowed, you know, some 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 big moments versus tight ends this year. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. That, that happens to be like a 17-year-long so, streak. So, yeah, 17 years sounds about right, actually, is the way I'm thinking about it right now. I'm looking at yeah, uh, I, the the, um, the Buccaneers, 80 yards, uh, the, the 49ers tight ends, 98 yards. When I look at the uh, Titans tight end, uh, 82 yards there, a couple of touchdowns this season allowed to tight ends. This offense – it's very vanilla, and I mean bluebell vanilla. You're not going to get much out of it, but what helps this offense out has been the productivity of Jordan Akins. It has been Houston trying to find ways to get their, off, their tight ends involved in the offense. And so when I look at this team overall going up against the Chiefs, I do think that schematically the tight ends should be considered in the game kind of. So you're telling me Brandon Cooks is not going to be in the mix. Maybe Nico. They both missed on Wednesday, right? Yeah, Cooks. Cooks. I, I don't foresee Cooks playing for the rest of the year. That relationship has soured. Um, he came back and played for him one more game. Step on that field for the Houston Tech. Long, I think in the offseason he'll be traded. Um, so he won't be a threat. Chris for a big game against the Dallas Cowboys. However, think. Catches 100 yards, do well for the Houston Texans on Sunday as well. When I look at options in terms of the ball out, uh, I look at a Chris Moore to step up as he has whenever Cooks and Collins hasn't been in the lineup. And I can see this being a game for Houston Texans tight end to really get involved and make some plays here and there. Yeah, and I'm really curious to see how that all plays, how all that plays into all of this because. You're sitting here and you're looking at this and the Texans tight ends are going to be something that I think you have to worry about if you're Kansas City, mainly because that is probably going to be the focal point. I feel good about the wide receivers matched up against the Chiefs secondary. At least that's the way I look at it right now, especially without Brandon Cooks and Nico Collins coming off an injury. I think that's going to be tough for them. Uh, The one matchup that I'm really curious about, and it's mainly because Kansas City has shown that they can be effective on offense except for times when Mahomes is getting pressured. So the question I have, is Jerry Hughes going to show up? Is he going to have a day against a guy like Orlando Brown or even against Andrew Wiley? Uh, or the or the Texans pass rusher is going to get after the QB because that's going to make things harder. Yeah, I, I think this is a game possibly happen. Not only with Jerry Hughes, who has had age, but we've seen um, – Ogbo Okoronkwo signed him in the offseason from the L.A. Rams. He's been able to be effective as a pass rusher the last couple of games, but I think Malik Collins is one of the guys I'm looking forward to seeing this. I mean, uh, he's got hot over the last couple of weeks, great pressure, not only in terms of getting after the quarterback, but he's also been very effective in terms of just making it harder for teams to kind of run on Houston, which has been an issue the entire year 
which kind of leaves you guys in terms of looks. We want offensive line, defensive line, but how confident are you in the run game right now in case this offense for Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes to slow down a little bit and they can hand it off confident in their running game? Because I haven't watched much of the Chiefs to know that answer. They'd love to know the answer too because it's up and down. <laughs> Ryan would definitely love to know that answer. I guarantee you Ryan wants to know that answer. Ryan, just run the ball right in Ryan's hand. <laughs> I would like to know that it's consistent. I don't know that it's going to be. Uh, they they have fits and starts. They feel like they can get something done. They're generally efficient running the ball, but situationally they give up on it at times. Obviously, overall, when you have Mahomes touching the ball every, every down, you give up on it a little bit more. So it's really a question. They've gotten better the last, I don't know, six weeks. Uh, they ran it out. To finish the game against the Broncos, it was very, very vanilla, so there's going to be opportunity there. But it does bring it back to that offensive line, defensive line. And, and old uh, Okoraqua, I used to call him Double Lot because I couldn't say, pronounce his name very well when he was coming out in the draft. I've been waiting for him to show up. And I'm I'm a little concerned about that pass rush matchup against uh, what I think they're going to probably throw him over on Wiley and see what he can do. It's going to be something that's going to be Yeah, he, it, it, it's good to see him come on late like that. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun to see how that plays into this game and how these teams match up. When we get back, we're going to give you our predictions for this game and what we are expecting. But right now, we need to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis this season. Get all of the latest odds, trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl. Season, basketball, World Cup, we've got it all over at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts, well, you can find those over at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get all of your betting information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more because BetOnline is where the game starts. And all sports are driving Sober. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many, and it's time to go. And you think about calling for a ride home. Mm, what's the worst can happen? May go across your head. That can be a thought. You get pulled over, maybe you lose your license. You total your car. Even worse, a fatality. Drive sober, excuse me, or don't get pulled over. All right. So we need to jump back in and give you our predictions for this game. I'm really looking forward to it because I like seeing Kansas City play against teams they don't really get a chance to play against. And this is going to be one of those matchups with the Houston Texans. I haven't played them a lot uh, since the playoff game a couple of years ago. Uh, John, I've given you the the lead on, the, on all these, so I'll let you go ahead and give us your prediction first. Before I do that, uh, guy, the last time you brought up the playoffs, right? I just want to let you guys know that I blame the Kansas City Chiefs for the downfall <laughs> of this franchise. I forgot what down it was, but Houston was still up 24-0. And was that the Tyreek Hill touchdown? But in that game, you guys won a game and went on to the Super Bowl. Uh, Travis Kelsey had moment, three of them. It's been a trickle effect. Thank yep. you. All right. Okay. Yeah, and we had we Sorry. had what I used to who I used to call a tweet through it, Lonnie Johnson, who spent a, some time yeah. in Kansas City. Lonnie Johnson, uh, had him, and and that you know that was days where you just feel like 
if I'm Travis Kelsey, I, I worked for free today because I didn't get nothing. You know, it's just I didn't break a sweat. Um, but since that moment, this franchise has crumbled from the bottom. I've, I rarely see things crumble from the bottom and the top at the same time when it meets in the middle. That's what's been going on in Houston. So thank you guys. And uh, I hope you feel good about yourself over in Kansas City, you <laughs> Chiefs fans. Uh, but predictions uh, coming into this, this game, you know, no Damian Pierce, which is a huge hit for this team. Um, no Pierce. You still have up and downs at the quarterback position. And let's face it, this is still Patrick Mahomes. And I think certain quarterbacks own certain teams. And I think this is one of those games where Patrick Mahomes comes out firing. I think for the entire year, especially starting the year off, Patrick Mahomes has been disrespected. The last couple of weeks in terms of media narratives, of course, um, I think that he's been slighted a little bit. I think this is one of those games where, as a quarterback, you kind of circle to get back on track, you know, kind of limit some of those turnovers he's been having. Um, it, it may get ugly for Houston. I, I don't necessarily want to put a score on this one, but it may get ugly for Houston. But I definitely see the Kansas City Chiefs winning this game. I do think the game will get pulled away from in the second half. They'll try to be competitive in the first defensively. Ryan, what do you got? Well, uh, first, I, I am relieved because I know magically calf injuries can clear up when you get to play a primetime team and you want to show off for who might come trading for you. So I'm glad Brandon Cooks didn't magically heal right right yet. Um, that has had one, a tendency to happen with Kansas City. Right, teams it does. Season playing, so. It does. So, so I, I'm a little relieved of that because I think that's that's a matchup that these rookies on the Chiefs deep second, secondary is going to have a little bit of trouble with. Secondly, I think in the reverse, um, there's a relief, I think, in given a three interception game last week for Patrick Mahomes, that Derek Stingley isn't going to be out there. At least he didn't practice today. Does he make it back again? People generally raise their game when they play this team. So who knows? No. I'll, I'll take that as a plus sign. I, I think you want him healthy. I don't know the, the risk of injury to him, but I, I thought it was a possibility. Hopefully we'll see what happens. At the end of the day, I think that offense has to run around uh, the run game. And now there's multiple quarterbacks involved. I, I think, I think this is going to be a little bit dark for the Texans. The Chiefs should probably pull this away by multiple scores. I don't know if they have to play all the way to 30, but I, I do think the Texans showed a lot of fight last week against the Dallas Cowboys. You can ask anybody in Dallas, and then they'll be a little bit frustrated with it. So I do think they get into the teens. Right now, I'm going to call it 28-13, and, and that'll be a game. That's but fair. I will say there's going to be fight. Uh, yeah, I and, and like I said, I think it's in this first half. I'm sorry, Chris. I think it's going to be in that first half. Shout out to Jalen Petrie, by the way, our rookie who's been phenomenal. Yep. He's been playing really well, and I agree, Ryan. I think that there is going to be fight, and I do think that this Texans team is going to show up, and they're going to try, you know, at least in the first half to really give it to can to, you know, have a chance in this game. I just I look at the I look at the rosters and I look at Kansas City coming back and being almost healthy. And like you said from the start, John, this is a banged up Texans team, and and there is a lot of questions on the Texans team even without some of the injuries that they have. Uh, dealing without having Damian Pierce and looking at uh, your passing attack and, and the offense. I agree. I think it could be in the teens. Uh, but we saw last week a very, very bad offense in Denver score a lot of points against Kansas City's defense. So it's possible that it's more than the teens. I hope that I'm wrong in that regard. Uh, but I think Kansas City could easily put up over 30 points, mainly because I think that this is a game that they want to get right. They want to use the weapons that they have. If McCole Hardman and, and Kadarius Tony are back, 
that opens up the offense a lot more to things that they haven't been able to do the past several weeks. Uh, I'm looking at this game thinking maybe 35-17 Kansas City. That is going to be it for us today. Thank you all for listening. John, thank you so much for coming on. Tell people where they can find you. Oh, man, you can find me on Twitter at John underscore Hickman 12. And when you look that profile up, it's going to have Tone Targaryen. I'm a Targaryen, man. So uh, shout out to my Game of Thrones and House of Dragon lovers out there. And make sure you follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and subscribe, like, comment, tell your grandma to put us on the prayer list so they can pray for more subscribers on YouTube under the name Locked On Texans. Yeah, and you could do the same for Locked On Chiefs. We would appreciate that as well. Like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Uh, go give us some reviews. Uh, give us comments on YouTube. We love those as well. Ryan, anything else you would like to add? I right, let's have a clean game. Come out fighting, and let's see what happens. And hopefully, no more injuries. I just want to put that out there. So that's going to be it for us today. Thank you all for listening. We do appreciate it, and we will talk to you tomorrow.